right. I'm afraid I'm gonna have to bounce you back down to five because that's what. It is. <laughs> Welcome to Geeks Without God with Molly Glover, Nick Glover, and Tim Wick. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are talking about the new Marvel series on Disney Plus, Ms. Marvel. Our guests are Jenny Klump and her daughter, Rowan Klump, to talk about this show. Spoilers abound. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Molly Glover, joined as always by my co-hosts, Nick Glover. Pow. And Tim Wick. Pow also. And today we have two very special guests. First off, we have Jenny Klump here joining us, our Ms. Marvel expert. Jenny, how are you doing? I am doing great. Thank you very much. And we have Rowan Klump, her daughter, and an awesome uh, Ms. Marvel fangirl in her own right. Hello, Rowan. Rowan is <laughs> she's waving. She's waving fanatically. I, she's supposed to be muted right now I'm, because oh, here she is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the app glitched. Oh, no, no worries. You're totally fine. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. All right. Uh, We're going to get back to Rowan in just a minute. I just wanted to make sure everyone knows that she's here, because uh, if you're wondering why maybe we are not swearing all that much, (laughs) it's probably (laughs) because we're being a little more chill. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, Jenny, so you are a huge Ms. Marvel fan. You are you like you in terms of the comics. Yes, I am. I would not go so far as to say I'm an expert, especially since. The last couple of years, I haven't had a whole lot of time for some reason. But you're our expert. You're our yeah. expert. I, but I am your expert. I love it so much. I started reading it as soon as it started. Um, I work as a librarian, and I do both cataloging and selection of graphic mm. novels for a large public library system. And so when I saw the news coming through that this this was going to come out, I was immediately interested. Yeah. Yeah. And so we should say we are going to talk about the uh, miniseries, the Disney Plus miniseries created by Bisha K. Ali uh, for Disney Plus. It is uh, we are going to spoil the absolute heck out of it. We're going to spoil the poop out of it. It's six episodes. To paraphrase, spoil the poop out of it. I I would say if you if you don't want anything spoiled and there is one very large thing that happens at the very end. uh, But uh, otherwise, you know, feel free to listen, but I would recommend going and watching it. It's a real fast, fun watch. Yeah. And then come on back and uh, join us for this episode. Yeah. But proceed as though everyone listening has seen the whole thing from now on. Yeah. I, uh, I, so I, I was reading the comic about when it first came out to the G. Will Wilson, the you know beginnings of the character. And I like none of my friends or anyone I know was reading this comic. Jenny, you were like the only person I other person I saw in my online social sphere talking Probably. about it, let alone talking about it enthusiastically. And so it was uh, it was nice to see someone else out there that was in, kind of, you know, enthusiastic about it. It was. I think I was loud enough for 12 about that comic run. And yeah. part of it is that at the time when it first came out, I was working front of house at the library in an area with a lot of Somali immigrants. Mm-hmm. And, and immigrants from other countries who are, you know, they run, it's a very young demographic. And it was great to hand them a comic where they saw themselves 
And I yes. think that's so true of the television show too. Yes. That's one of the things I love the most about this show is, I mean, from the soundtrack to the writing staff, to every actor, you know, like it, it, it is a, it is a show just filled with incredible talent from, uh, I mean, Middle Eastern talent, people with Middle Eastern heritage, uh, Muslim backgrounds uh, from, you know, I think a lot of Pakistani uh, uh, people are, are working on it, especially. And, and it's, it is just, it is so cool. <laughs> and, uh, one of the things I really love about it is that they brought this like youthful vibrance and vitality really to the show that we have, you know, kind of been lacking in a lot of Marvel shows so far. Like there's been some fun stuff and there's been some really cool, dramatic things, but this just sort of like bright color, uh, super fun, uh, artistic, imaginative style that they did for everything from the the way they show text messages coming in to the you know the signs showing emotions on the on the buildings as she, as Kamala walks along. It reminded me a lot in that regard uh, uh, to um, of uh, Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. the Scott mm-hmm. Pilgrim movie, yeah. where little bits of animations mixed in with the real world, little bits of comic. Or Ghost you know, World on, would be another on, good example of a yeah. movie where they yeah, do that is another that. good example. For it sure. is similar to that. And again, these are all and these are all things that focus on uh, you know younger people, but especially Scott Pilgrim does have a lot of you know early twenties and teenagers in it that are you know bringing that kind of youthfulness to it. And I, I just I think I it's a great it. way to. I think it's a great way to visually represent how much part of the environment that sort of social interaction is for yes. the younger generations. Yes. So uh, to make it part of the environment in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Nick and I have been talking a lot about how one of the ways I feel old is how often young people on in TV and movies these days use uh, uh, video phone calls. Just autumn, like right away. And I know a lot of that is the storytelling medium, but like right away using FaceTime, right away using, you know, just using that as not even, not even, even bothering to call on a phone or text. Like right. they just, and I think that that is, uh, they use that to great advantage yeah. in this show, particularly. Absolutely. So, so let's talk about, uh, I mean, I think first we got to talk about the star, uh, Iman Vellani, who stars as Kamala Khan uh, and is, in my mind, pitch perfect. Uh, Jenny, Nick and Tim, what did you all think about Kamala? She has Kamala. my heart. That yeah. Iman Vellani was a perfect, pitch perfect casting. Um, and as she has said herself, she... She is Kamala, other than mm-hmm. being Canadian instead of American. Mm-hmm. She's a daughter yeah. of immigrants. She's a huge geek. The fact that there's a picture of her on Halloween when she's 12, dressed up as Kamala Khan. Yep. Uh, uh, she, uh, she, was, she had planned to attend uh, the Ontario College of Art and Design uh, before getting cast. So, like, she also, with the drawings and the and the artistic focus. Sloth you know, baby. Very, yeah, sloth baby. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I... Uh, she, if you, if if people haven't like seen any of the interviews with her to promote the show, she's a delight. She's really charming, and uh, there's like a video of her doing Marvel MCU trivia, where she just just knocks it out of the park. There's like one or two things she doesn't get, and then she she kick she just beats herself up over, and then at the end comes back and is like, I remember this or whatever. And then her, have you, have you, re- have you read about her text messages with Kevin Feige? I, I know that she had a problem with him calling it earth 616. And yes. 
took yes. him to task over it. Yeah, it's not the 616. It's the 199999. Nine, nine, nine. Like, the 616 <laughs> is the comics. Okay, whatever. Like, yeah. Stop texting me, teenager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, great. Tim, you you hadn't read these comics at all. Were no, you from, how familiar were you with the uh, Kamala Khan character before you started watching Ms. Marvel, the show? I had heard of the Kamala Khan character before I started to yeah. watch this show. But that's it. You didn't know about Bruno or Nadia or her, her family or any of that. So no, this was I all fresh I didn't to know you. about any of it at all. So uh, how, did it, how did it seem? You know, uh, I I enjoyed it uh, a great deal. I, and uh, yeah, I might be kind of an easy audience. I always say that the hardest, the thing about superhero stuff going on for me right now is that, you know, when I was a kid, we didn't have any superhero movies. And now we've got all the superhero movies and all the superhero TV shows. And it's, it's great. It's great that they're able to do this. It's great that they were able to, you know, Spider-Man, I always talk about being my, my favorite comic book character. And Kamala Khan is kind of a the same kind of character, right? She's the, she's the teenager that's trying to come to come to grips with having having powers and doing the right thing while also trying to still be a teenager. Um, and yeah. I, I I like that they they really managed to to capture that that uh, that dichotomy of the responsibility of being a superhero with the fact that you're a teenager and you don't really entirely understand responsibility yet and how difficult that that can be to accept that responsibility and uh and have to have to do something with it um yeah yeah you know beyond I, I, just holy shit i've got powers this is super cool um yeah and and well and in in uh in ms marvel the show uh kamala gets her uh come on i can't okay so the vice president pronounces her her name differently and i'm getting them mixed up constantly because it's 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 kamala khan which is different from Kamala, the vice president. Yes, like I'm. Is it? I just made to make sure if I say it. I believe that's ways, the I correct feel, flip. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's Kamala. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. Kamala. So Kamala in the show gets her powers from. Uh, it's it's a little different mm -hmm. than it is in the comics. So uh, particularly Jenny, I'm interested to know. I know a lot of people are. So, I mean, it's a Disney Plus show. It's a Marvel thing. It features a woman of color. So, of course, there's lots of white guys shitting on it. But a big part of what they're shitting on is that, oh, it, it, the, the departures from the source material. I'm so mad. Oh, my goodness. How did you feel about the changes they made? Well, here's my feeling. They got the spirit of what's important to the character to me right. Mm -hmm. They got mm -hmm. the fact that she's got to thread that needle between her culture and her age and being a superhero. They got her innocence and joie de vivre. They got the the interesting family and, and the texture of her life right. And so she's not an inhuman. That's okay. The inhumans are number one, dead in the MCU. Yeah, um, yeah no but kidding. But also just not that interesting and really only created so that the mutants were yeah. not such a big deal. Secondly, I knew her powers would have to change from the second they said she was going to be in the MCU. Mm -hmm. The powers in the comics don't really work fully on screen and certainly not with the budget that they'd have for a TV show. Yeah. Save the stretchy body special effects for when they have a movie budget and they're doing Reed Richards. And, and how are they going to show, I mean, the Terrigen Mists, there's oh, so yeah. much that they, it would be to cram that all into six episodes, I feel would take away 
so much from what the show did, which was show uh, Kamala in her uh, Kamala in her her element and with her friends and family. And, yeah, yeah. And just don't make anyone and, you know, think they, about they that terrible have show. The first bad guy. Oh, sorry. No, they couldn't have the first bad guy be a mutated cockatiel. They just couldn't. <laughs> I will say, if you do want to see uh, uh, Thomas Edison, the mutated cockatiel bad guy, you can buy the Ms. Marvel Marvel LCG pack by Fantasy Flight Games. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> Um, so, um, okay, so there was a, a a bit of a just to kind of jump forward, uh, talking about the the kind of the big bad in this series was the clandestines, which uh, were 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 rewritten to be a family of gin, uh, which is I mean, like I guess if you're if you want to say genie, but that's really where the word genie comes from yeah. is is you know gin, uh, and they were exiled from the newer dimension, and that kind of is where the you know the tension comes is they're trying to get back the the uh, is it the, the bracer the gauntlet I can't what do they call it the bangle the, the bangle. bangle the bangle that gives Kamala her powers. Um, but also there's something inside her that seems to be unlocking the bangles powers. So how did you guys feel? Uh, and, and also please chime in Tim, because how did you feel about these, this another group, the clandestines, which are clandestines, which seems, you know, kind of similar to how we had in Marvel's, the Eternals, you know, all of a sudden we had the deviants and yeah. the Eternals and now we have the clandestines and, so and yeah. Just the clandestines are something from like, peak 90s marvel comics that was short-lived and not popular and i this is one of the few areas when it comes to marvel comics like this where i'm like and i haven't read any of it and i have no idea about it and i don't know if this was related or close to it at all and i'm betting it's not Mm-hmm. It was, it's stylized. It's clan like C L A N and then destined. That's, that yeah. is, that is not how it's spelled right. uh, in MCU now. It's right. just spelled like the word clandestine. Yeah. So uh, Jenny and Tim, what did you think? Uh, you know, in the end, they're not the big bad. I think that it was, they were introduced a little too quickly because mm-hmm. they went from being introduced to being sympathetic to being not sympathetic in one episode. Yeah. It's a little too fast. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, they needed something to tie them into Kamran and to get mm-hmm. her to Pakistan. Right. And so I'll accept that for what they needed to do to get that thread in. Um, they were my favorite part. They weren't terrible. Sometimes you get a a fake out bad guy in a comic book, and it's a comic book show. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not going to yeah. harsh too hard on it. Yeah. And I agree. They 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 were an antagonist, but they're not the big bad for sure. The, no. the yeah. big bad is the is uh, damage control. Damage control. Sure. Yeah, I will say I I will agree. Uh, I think the heel turn was way too fast. It's like you could have stretched that over two episodes instead of just having crunching it all into one. But I mean, you got a story you got to tell, and I understand that. But I think there would have been ways to introduce them earlier. Uh, and and allow that heel turn to to be a little more of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I will say I did I did like that, and I imagine that that the writers probably felt that the true heel turn came, you know, when uh, uh, oh, 
I can't remember her name. Uh, Najma, uh, Kamran's mother, uh, you know, you know, seemingly just shoved, you know, like ditched him basically. And yeah. like, I think that was probably what they anticipated as being the true heel turn. So to them, it, it did come later, but it was like, by that point, I'm like, yeah, no, this, this bitch will do whatever it takes. Like, <laughs> that's it very, you're sure. it. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I, I, I didn't know much about the partition did yeah. any of you know about the partition before this show rowan is shaking her head no yeah uh, tim tim and jenny uh, as uh, i, I said know i know nothing about this i mean series. i knew what had happened yeah yeah well no the partition, no, the partition the is a, the partition is real uh oh that i knew about yeah pakistan and india yeah like, because i've seen gandhi like, oh okay. yeah like yeah. conceptually aware okay but not not like not as in any detail also Jenny, also keep yeah. in mind my wife and my son are history nerds so yes i knew about oh, the sure, sure okay i knew vaguely i knew the terribleness and a lot of split up families that that mm-hmm. continues to this day um and that you know sort of the the tension that exists over there over here we don't see as much because you mostly you see pakistani and indian immigrants here getting along mm-hmm. pretty well you know going to the same mm-hmm. restaurants and everything but that it's still very, very, especially with the current government. I know more about yeah. what's currently going on in India. Yeah, than I than I did about the partition. It reminded me of uh, watching as we have we talked about HBO's The Watchmen yeah, and, the and talking about the Tulsa massacre and yeah. how it maybe it was something that you were you vaguely saw referenced somewhere. You you had a you'd heard about it and you know, but like seeing it uh, rendered so heart wrenchingly and, and realizing that it was, you know, I guess I didn't realize it was such a, you know, last train out yeah. situation similar to, you know, uh, helicopters in Saigon and things like that, that it was, you know, that it was down to the wire like that. I, I dig this trend of, uh, it's a little, it's a, I mean, it's a little tiny bit subversive to like, and it, it, it shouldn't be right. It shouldn't be considered subversive, but it is. I feel like it is a little bit subversive to include and educate on the you know history that uh, largely, like I'll say, white Americans probably aren't as exposed to or familiar with uh, when it's their own country, especially with you know world uh, history as well. In, in putting it in this very upfront, visible nerd. Um, media I, I i love it it's great i mm-hmm. i like to learn about actual things i like uh historical fiction mm-hmm. it's uh it's I, I dig this and you know the other thing about the partition just picking the theme of our show for a moment it's a fine way to show the damage religion can do uh yeah, yeah. that's I mean, what it, the partition's it, all about yeah there's not a not a religion on earth that hasn't persecuted someone in the name of their religion yeah and and I think that that uh, truly it 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 was it was it was done in a way that didn't feel heavy handed. I really enjoyed uh, the the time travel aspect of uh, you know causing the thing that you'd always heard about. You know, oh my my mother always said that she didn't know how she got lost, but then she found she followed a trail of stars to her father. Yeah, and then you're like, oh oh, Kamala's going to cause that, and it was like, nope. The little girl did it all on her own, like yeah. with with her, with her own power, which was very cool. Um, I, I do want to mention uh, Kareem uh, Red Dagger. 
Uh, it was in this, which I was very excited when he came on. He's also uh, a lot of my experience. I haven't read a lot of the, the comics, but I did. I, I produced the Marvel LCG. So we did a Ms. Marvel hero pack early on. And so I got to learn a lot about the characters we were doing uh, in that. And uh, seeing Red Dagger and him being uh, a member of a a group called the Red Daggers was kind of funny. Like uh, it'd be like, uh, you know, I don't know, like Tim has a band and they're called the Tims. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea for the drags. I <laughs> um, real quick. I want to check in with Rowan. Hi, Rowan. Uh, uh, Rowan. Hello. Uh, hi. Hi. So Welcome. you are 10 years old. Yes. How did you did you like Ms. Marvel? Did you like the show? I am obsessed with it. <laughs> it means 24 seasons and 10 movies. <laughs> so what's your who was your very favorite character? This is really hard. Yeah. It's very easy for me to go for the protagonist, Kamala. Of course. But I also love the mother because she tries so hard. But also, how do I forget the name? Uh, Kamala's best friend. Nadia. Please remind me oh, of Bruno. No, Nakia the girl. Bruno. The girl, um, Nakia. 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 She's an amazing character. Yes. She's just so amazing. She, she, <laughs> she gets it she's, done, right? Like she's yeah. she's taking charge. She's, she's a real she's, doer. She just, she is fem, feminism. She, yes. I, I, um, I, I like her joke of, we can't just stick up a poster for every towel that falls. Yeah. Then, <laughs> I, yeah. I can just imagine a room just covered in posters. Yeah. I liked that. She talked about how, you know, the reason that she wears the hijab is for herself and that what it means to her and that she's not wearing it for any. And I like how they, they explored the different ways to be a woman and a feminist and also Muslim, you know, in this show. I, I thought that was very interesting. Her her assertiveness when she's running for for the position in the, in the mosque. Board. I was about yeah. to talk about the part Please where do. Yeah. the part where she um goes up to um the person who is like com- the person father? who runs the I love the way she just leaves and he's like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Like, he just says her thing and he's like, 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 he looks like like a wave just hit him. He's like, dang. You wouldn't yeah. a little, uh, some, some little girl's dreams, would you? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get used on me. I just know it. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you so much, Rowan. We're going to check back in with you later. That, that's great to hear. Uh. You know, Molly, I I think I think it's time to talk about the the big the big thing the, the big, big thing. the big thing. The, the, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> it, it, it wasn't important to the story, but it is very 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 important to the rest of the MCU, and yeah. that's of course uh, the Whitney Houston song that they play a sting from <laughs> uh, in in the end there when they talk about uh, where where uh, you know Armis Marvel gets her, her they, powers they from. They play the theme. They play the little the the musical sting from the theme of the X Men cartoon, mm-hmm. uh, and it is revealed that uh, Kamala is a mutant. 
that she she, she has the she, she has the gene. She she gets her the real origin of her powers that may have been triggered by the bangle or or whatever yep. it is is our uh, is a mutation. And Bruno Bruno and this is it's very notable that Bruno says the word mutation. And I know that sounds like just it's a throwaway, but that's a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you I should speak I, to your, I was going to say, I feel like I can speak to this. Uh, it's usually we're not supposed to talk about much with being a licensee of Marvel, but, uh, we, they are very, very, very guarded with the word mutants, the word mutation, uh, mutagen, anything like that. They, they, we had to, we had a little bit of a, uh, uh, I don't want to say a fight, but we had to have a conversation when we wanted to talk about when we had a green goblin pack and the green goblin had a mutagen bomb that was turning people into goblins. Just and, too close. And they were like, I don't know if we should call it that. And so like they, they've been very closely guarded. So the fact that Bruno said, you have a mutation, and then they played that sting was awesome. Oh, I can't I believe they're doing it this Really path. clear on that one because previously there was the whole WandaVision boner issue mm-hmm. where they had everyone going thinking this is going to be it. Yeah, yeah, going to be it, and yep. they did. So I think they had to be that extra clear to add that sting and everything. Yeah, and and Marvel actually in the comics and so the comics have been retconned to explain Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver as being uh, not. Uh, yeah. Magneto's kids, like they're not so much mutants anymore as they're they are just powered ex- experiments exper- of the high evolution, experimental individuals. So, like it, they've been, I was a little worried they might be just kind of not even going there. So to to change this over was very exciting. It feels like it happened so fast. Yeah, where all of a sudden it's like, by the way, fucking mutants, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah, it was like a you, it's like, it's like a big you, old Marvel wink to all the Marvel fans. They're like, huh? Right? Uh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Well, that yeah. was a, that was a I, wink. That's bad radio, there, but but yeah. Was, get get ready, everybody. Here it comes. Get ready. I appreciated it because I had I had been wondering how they were explaining her mother not really having these powers despite having had the bangle, and her mother. I mean, there's no way her mom didn't try that on, right? And and her, you know, like especially with you know wanting to to connect with her matrilineal line and all that and so i i was you know they do a lot of that oh it skips a generation but then it's like but then also your grandmother and her mother had it like Mm -hmm. so it doesn't skip a generation like is your mom hiding it or what so i i like this idea that it is uh an x gene as it were well and the whole so like we were talking about the real antagonist of the show is is kind of you know damage control and they're hunting this powered person mercilessly and they're they're all about it and they're they're really uh kind of overkill with the exception of you know using non-lethal mm-hmm. weapons for uh like kids tv type stuff yeah but that is like such an x-men theme that is such an x-men like the government people coming to get you because you're powered, mm-hmm. but also it, it and as X Men has always been such an allegory for for civil rights and for you know people that are different for a variety of reasons being persecuted or excluded. It also works. You know they're they're going into this mosque. They're demanding them to hand someone over. There's there's uh, this other level. It works on with the old original X-Men allegory, which is, yeah. is just a so scene sweet. where they walk in and demand everybody show their IDs and they're already out. That is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a great scene. One thing I did want to note is that it didn't seem to be all of damage control. Uh, mm-hmm. Deaver, the, the, the blonde agent, she seemed to be the one that was really driving. And I mean, mm-hmm. they wanted to go in and check it out, but it was Deaver who was being beyond the pale. And I can see that being sort of that, there's certain people who just hate people with powers. 
Yeah. Well, and I'm almost wondering if that's going to turn into a thing where she herself has been experiencing something unusual. And it's that, you know, uh, the old adage, uh, Republicans only uh, go after things that they themselves are doing. Right. Like, oh, I wonder sure. if there's going to be a little bit of that uh, uh, hinted at later. It could also be a Secret Wars thing. Yeah, no, very much. We know that's well, there is we a Secret Wars coming, coming so. In invasion, even. Um, yeah. I, I do. I do want to briefly mention. Uh, I think that this show has some of the most positive and joyful uh, depictions of Muslim culture and faith, uh, without being heavy-handed on the religiosity. Uh, her family is uh, devout without being fanatical. They are uh, loving and caring. Uh, they all come to it in their own way. And uh, the seeing, uh, even like he seeing uh, Kamala and Nakia being like, this is bullshit that we have to be over here when the women's section can't even hear anything they're saying. You know, like it's very, it was very cool. It's, you can't just like crack a person open and slosh them back and forth in their shell to separate their culture from their religion. Yeah. They're, but I feel like in this show, they really do showcase their culture and they really don't, I mean, for considering how many scenes are, are take place in a mosque, they, there's very little actual religion taking mm-hmm. place in this, in this show. It's not like a religious message, a religious yeah. show. Yeah. And I think it would have been really well, easy I, I, to do that. I really liked that they showed a range of belief. You've got her brother, Amir, who dresses very culturally and, and, and is very open about praying. And then you have, you know, all the way down to, uh, the Kamala and her friends who are, you know, Nakia is a little bit more, mm-hmm. more religious than her or more showing it. And, and I'd like that they, they provide that whole range yeah, because no group is all one thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I know that Amir in the comics is uh, a little more conservative and more religious and a little more, um, I would even say stereotypical of what we see Muslim men being portrayed in, in the media. And I'm, I like that they moved away from that. Uh, Jeremy and I were talking about that early on. Front of the show to Jeremy Stomberg. Indeed, everybody drink. And he was like, I, I, you know, oh, they're changing her brother's character. Rowan, don't drink. And uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but then as seeing it, how it went and it's like, I like that he's her jokey big brother. He's her, he's a goof, right? Like he's, he, he can be, his religion can be separate to who he is when he's at home. You know, he, he's, I liked his, uh, his uh, wife, fiance. I can't remember the uh, wife eventually. Fiance and then wife. Yeah. yeah, And, and how like, you know, she's, you know, being brought into the family and, and she doesn't, there's never, it would be so hacky and yet easy to write a storyline about, you know, Oh, she's, we're not, we don't accept her necessarily or hoops she has to jump through or anything like that. Everyone was just loved. Everyone was cared about for who they were. And even when people were worried, they wouldn't be. Kamala, uh, you know, they, they were, you know, and, and they were, they were instantly accepted and loved. That's I, Molly, you and I both have a pretty low tolerance for uh, drama injected into shows and movies just for the sake of drama. Like, like kind of like WB, like the flash type stuff kind of, you kind of see it a lot more often there. I feel like, and I feel like all of the interpersonal conflict was very, story and character driven and it didn't feel like they were just not having people talk to each other when and when a single sentence or a single exchange could have solved all their problems Mm -hmm. there weren't any problems like that and i think her 
not using her brother like that mm-hmm. is a good example of that because he so easily could have been used for this uninteresting drama that didn't really contribute to the story or the plot or the characters. Mm-hmm. Instead, they just let him be a good, fun character and a loving brother and yeah. still, you know, f- like physically and, and represented the same in his clothes and everything. They even sawed off a little bit of the antagonism off of the Zoe character, which I like. Like mm-hmm. in the comics, she starts out actually being kind of a jerk and who's constantly doing microaggressions and stuff mm-hmm. like that and, and was the popular kid. And in this, even though they, they don't really show it all the way into the end, she's an ally all the way through. Yeah. She knew. Yeah. She knew from yeah. the beginning that it was Kamala and she didn't tell anyone because it wasn't her place to do it. Yeah. Rowan, uh, I, I want to ask you, how did you feel about the way they showed uh, that particular relationship between Zoe and, and, and Kamala? Like, did you feel like that was did that make you happy to see that or did you feel like that was realistic? Um, I felt like it was pretty realistic, but I don't think you would be angry at someone who saved your life. Exactly. And the, I liked the, like, you don't see them throughout, like, most of the show. You only see them about at the start and at the end. Mm-hmm. I like how, like, viewers kind of forget about them. And then they were like, I don't like it when... They like don't show them for the most of the show, and then say ginormous character development. But this was um one that some people might have actually kind of expected because someone yeah. can save your life, and yeah. it was kind of surprising that well not surprising, but that she knew knew who she was because it was like yeah it, it was kind of hard, but it was kind of she kind of would know who she was because they announced this is the winner. Right. I, I like the I like the idea that that you know they didn't have to show us a lot of scenes of like Zoe slapping Kamala's books out of her arms or like making snide comments like they didn't have to show us all that stuff to let us know that you know she was the most popular girl and she could just be very popular without having to also yeah. be a, a a complete bitch all the time you know and and I also I thought it made sense that she knew that it was Kamala because I feel like when you got up close yeah like yeah you you probably know the other girl at your school who's obsessed well, with Captain Marvel and, and right Bruno's like, costume was not exactly hiding who no, he was no I wonder who that skinny white boy is with that girl who's dressed like Captain Marvel yeah. who looks <laughs> Like the other girl at my school who loves when, Captain Marvel. Like like Rowan's saying, like having her not in the middle mm-hmm. and then having her show up at the end is great because it ties up a loose string that, that's there as well. But then it's it's adding to the culture, it's adding mm-hmm. or adding to the character, I mean adding to the story. Yeah. And resolving this little this little loose end in in a in a fun twist, right? It's not yeah. what you would expect. You would expect further antagonism like in the comic kind of for a little while. And Zoe being a social media influencer with a lot of followers is a good modern spin on the Peter Parker thing where it's like she wants to get her out herself out there sure. and oh so many followers. Yeah. Uh Tim. Yeah, Rowan, I had I had another question for for you. Uh, do, are you, had you been a fan of, of the comics, the Ms. Marvel comics before you watched the show or did you just watch the show? I, okay. So during my sleepaway camp, uh, my mom sent me a box of comics and a lot, among them was, uh, a Ms. Marvel comic or two and I got obsessed mm-hmm. and then I forgot when I got 
back, I forgot to ask my mom to find more of the things of them. <laughs> so I kind of like, I I did read like two of the comics. I do know most of the story from um, a show called Marvel Rising. Oh, oh yeah, because sure. you're obsessed. So you're watching everything you can about it, sure. aren't you? <laughs> yeah. How did how did you feel about the 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 changes to her character? Did that bother you, or were you just like, yeah, all right, this At is fine? First, I was really angry because I <laughs> loved her stretching um, and like it beginning powers <laughs> and begin. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I was like, I was like, okay, I'm fine with this. Like, on the second episode, I fully forgot about my angriness before because the show was just so cool. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The production value was so crazy that like, how could anybody stay mad? It was just, it worked perfectly for me. If it's good, I don't care if they make changes. If it's true to the character, like Jenny was saying, I don't care if they make changes. Yes, Rowan. Um, one thing that was um, really funny, I was like, finally, a character who doesn't get their power from inside of them. Literally, the next episode, <laughs> it was like, turns out the power is just coming from inside of you. And I was so, I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Rowan was like, okay, there's a chance for me to get powers. I just got to find a magic bangle because I don't have any. No, it was inside of her all along. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I, uh, Damn uh, you, popular tropes. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to point out that, uh, I mean, this is, it's, it's a, it is a, a very unusual thing to have, but uh, as we, we talked about in our Obi-Wan Kenobi episode, Disney Plus has really been pushing a lot of diverse characters. But in this show in particular, uh, the only white people were Zoe, who's kind of an antagonist, uh, Bruno, who is a sidekick character, and then uh, the bad guys. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it for white people in this show. And that's awesome. It, it was really great. Because like there wasn't any there wasn't any teacher who just understood Kamala and like helped her or any like they just they had G Willow Wilson I guess which was a great nod to the oh, to she's the Muslim, uh, so. she's, she's Muslim, yeah. oh you're right yeah you're right no I meant the 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 guidance counselor in the show oh not the writer oh, the yeah, guidance yeah. counselor who's named G G Willow Wilson is is yeah. uh. Uh, and then yeah. there's like a school or something that's named that too, or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Like a building. And then you know? there was the guy who was hiding in the closet that Nakia had to call her boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was so funny. Yes. But like it was, it was really, it was really fun. And I liked the, I did like that at first it felt like Kamran was miss saying Bruno's name on purpose to be the new guy who's a dick. And then later when he's like, what? It's Bruno? I thought it was Brian. Oh, man. And he's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, my God. Like, that was a great vulnerable, you know, yep. boys being vulnerable to each other and like and supporting each other. It was it was just so great. Well, Bruno's just a cinnamon roll that I hope never, ever gets hurt again. But yeah. I've read and the I'm comics really and so I can't yeah. see that. Yeah, I'm also really glad that he he went to school. Oh, my God. When he was like, well, maybe I won't go because maybe I'll I'll date Kamala. And it was like, oh, oh, my God, dude, go to Caltech. Yeah, that's, you know, that's huge. in the comics. He actually ends up going to Wakanda to go to school there. Yeah. Oh, He's like nice. the first non-Wakandan to go to school in Wakanda. Rowan's and, face. And Rowan I think just that's looks so excited. That's like just before the Atlantis and Wakanda go to war or something, too, I think. Yeah. Right. Something yes, like Rowan. What My did you mom have to say? actually told me about him being exchanged. She went into mm. Wakanda 
while we were watching the show, she told me about that. So I thought it was like, yes, she's finally talking about it. That's, awesome. that's really cool that he's smart enough to go to Wakanda. Right? Right? And it seems like from the, because they just put out all the San Diego Comic-Con Marvel stuff this weekend before we record this. So it seems like Riri Williams, Ironheart, who's getting introduced in uh, Wakanda Forever, it seems like she might be a part of a similar exchange program where she's now studying technology mm-hmm. in Wakanda as they set up mm-hmm. um, Shuri doing at the end of, of Black Panther, which is pretty cool that, you know, even if it's not Bruno yeah. doing that, they have another character doing that who's also a part of that younger generation. I don't want to say young Avengers, more like champions. Yeah. So real quick, I want everyone, uh, what was a, uh, a favorite moment uh, or line or scene that you had? Uh, and then we'll, we'll go on to five questions after that. But just real real quickly, like what was something that stuck out to you? I will go first so everyone has some time to think. I kind of sprang this on you. Uh, I loved, it's a small moment, but when uh, uh, Cameron and uh, Kamala are getting coffee and she uh you she she uses a term for her her mom and her grandma and she explains it she's like oh my grandma and he kind of puts his hand on her hand and he's like you don't have to explain yourself to me and the the way it looked to her of just like oh oh wow like i can just it's not like she didn't have anybody around that she could talk to that way but that there was a boy in her life that was interested in her that she could have that just kind of easiness with i just it was a small moment that i i really liked and i was at the moment, I'm like, oh, don't be a con man. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad he wasn't and that he was sincere. <laughs> I, uh, I, go ahead. Yes, okay, please. Say for me, it was uh, when they're trying to get the votes for the board member for Nakia, and they go around and they talk about all the different groups at the Eid <laughs> celebration. And there's the the Halal boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the Harambe mosque bros. And the reverts, and then there's the Illuminati. The Illuminati, and I want them to have their own show. Oh my I god! Think one of them was like the little Haramis too, or something like that. Like yeah. the little Haram girls who yeah. are like a bunch of preteen menaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was absolutely wonderful. I, I think my favorite moment might have been after her mom and dad decide okay fine you can go to avengers con and the way she springs that on her is to show her daughter the costumes she made for them both and her dad with his face and his bald head all green his hulk costume with the sewn in muscles and it's all shiny and silky and got the purple like like v-cut the costume is the both of them are fucking pardon me they're both absolutely (laughs) great looking but also, like, just that, like, I don't know, I was a teen and my parents never really got that enthusiastic yeah. about my nerdy pursuits. And just to see them embrace in that way, even if it didn't end up going in that direction at first, I really loved that. I thought that was sweet. Rowan, what was your favorite moment? Um, before that. Yeah, well, yes. Mom, you- actually, oh, I actually saw in the thing someone during, I think, the wedding was wearing the Hulk costume. Remember that, oh, Mom? Nice. Gabby's, they reused it. Uh, my favorite moment, that's really hard. It's a hard question, yeah. Just something that stuck out to you. You think about it. I'm going to ask uh, Tim real quick. One. Think about yours. Okay. We'll come right back to you. We'll come back to you. We'll end with you. Tim, okay. what was your favorite moment? Uh, I think my favorite moment is final episode when she's uh, telling her father and brother that she is 
you know, nightlight. And they're like, <laughs> oh, girl. my God, really? And she's like, you told him, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, wow. That yeah. was such a fake, like, oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. I, oh, it was just God. a funny moment. Also, the moment where she's running through the the streets of Pakistan and, and stops for a red light, even though she's not anywhere near the street when the when the light turns yeah. red. But she just stops yeah. until it turns yeah. green and then she keeps going. Yeah. All right, Rowan, you uh, you got a favorite moment? Um, my favorite moment probably has to be at the end of the show when Captain Marvel comes yeah. out. She's like, yeah. "Oh no!" But she says all the posters have her. It's just like yeah. it's like oh, it's so, it, and she's like. Oh no! And like you know, and, Carol Danvers is just like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> I also love the start because we find out that Kamala is actually a content creator. She posts yeah. YouTube videos. Um, yeah. Speaking of um, sloth things, I found this. Um, it says New Jersey AvengerCon with Kamala Khan, um, the oh, sloth, and at the like and a at back. Dog? That's great. At the back, at cute. the back, it says "Sings Hulk Smashed" uh, <laughs> in reference to the costume. That's awesome. That's fantastic. That's so I, awesome. I uh, I, I kind of forgot about the the Carol Danvers part at the yeah. end and leading into the Marvels. I don't know what to expect from the Marvels. All I know is that I'm very excited for it. I want to correct something I said earlier. Uh, the 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 school counselor's name is technically Gabe Wilson, but it is oh. Gabe W. Wilson, which is a G.W. Wilson, yeah, I yeah. think is definitely meant to be a, yeah. a homage to that. Yeah, That's the, why. We, yes. we have like a year before the Marvels yeah. comes out. It's like yes. almost a year to the day. But the creator, G. Willow Wilson, does cameo as herself as a TikTok commentator. Oh, I didn't show. see that. Yeah. So one of the TikTok commentators is G. Willow, G. Willow Wilson as herself. That's awesome. Um, I think she says she looks really familiar. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Oh, that was her. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. That's great. Uh, so it's time to move on to five questions. Hey. Okay. I, I just, I have five questions for this show, and I think it's going to go really well. I, uh, I, I hope that this is similar to when we saw the DC movie Shazam, and it was like, maybe this means DC will realize they can make fun, you know, movies with bright colors and, and jokes. And they didn't. Yeah, but they did not realize be- that. Maybe this means that Marvel will appreciate that there is, you know, an audience out there for for brash, you know, gorgeous, lush, illustrative fun. You well, know? and and more all ages content that's in yeah. the MCU specifically. Like, I think there's a real opportunity there. Yeah. This was kind of a test, maybe. All right, so we have our five questions, and yeah. we are going to ask them, and both Jenny and Rowan are going to answer our questions. So, uh, go ahead and unmute yourself, Rowan, and then uh, we'll ask the questions. And uh, just we'll go Jenny first, and then Rowan. How's that sound for answering? Just so that you guys know when to yeah, go. Okay. Good. All right. So, uh, Nick, what's your what's question one? Question one is: What's a game you've played recently that you really enjoyed? For me, it's the same games I always play. I play online role playing, text based online role-playing games mm. they're called mushes yep. oh, yeah the one i'm currently playing is based on 2021 los angeles it's called liberation mush and the funny thing is it's world of darkness but we all just decided we're not going to have covid or trump we can't take that <laughs> we have vampires and sabad insurrections and 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 weird yeah. weather and the world's dark <laughs> enough without the Trump. <laughs> yeah that's great that's great i used to play mushes and moos and muds yep yep back in the day uh, uh rowan what about you uh what is a game you have played recently that you really enjoyed um, it's called raft it's what 
Everybody froze again. Can you hear me? Everybody, everything's been going fine. And then it freezes. Hello? It tries to bite your raft and you can like stab it with yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can hammer and it can like mm-hmm. expand your raft. And there's islands you can make like that. And there's a plot later on in the game, but I haven't nice. reached that yet. All I know is it includes a that ship. That sounds awesome. That sounds like a game I played called Lost in Blue. That yeah, was very fun. Mo- Molly loves uh, yeah, uh, yeah. wilderness survival. I, I do. I do. Games. I also have tried to. I'm getting a game called Splatoon soon. Oh yeah. It's oh, yeah. A game. It's it's um a game. You play as a thing called an inkling, which mm-hmm. a, a, um um like octopuses have evolved. And turns into <laughs> human-like creatures, and you fight with weapons with ink on them, and you you fight for fun, um, and you have ink colors, and you can whoever wins and like covers the mask with the most yeah. ink color of their own wins, and yeah. it's really fun. I've watched uh, Tim's sons play that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, they play uh, a lot. Like, yeah, it's kind of like capture the flag only instead of flags, you're covering everything in in paint or ink. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim. Tim, question two. Question number two. What science factor discovery do you think is really cool? Oh, I went for a kind of a more soft science. Um, A folklorist and an anthropologist used phylogenetic linguistic research to find that the oldest Indo-European folktale was one called The Devil and the Smith, and it goes back 6,000 years. What? Yep. And then a geologist went, I can beat you. And he found an Aboriginal Australian tale about four giants. And he traced it back and found that it was actually the four volcanoes that erupted that created parts of Australia. And he traced that tale back 37,000 years. That's crazy. That is cool. That's nuts. That's awesome. Rowan. Yeah, it's really cool. I love that they used the linguistics to go back and trace these tales through all these cultures yeah. to find how far back it went. It literally went back to the point where smithing started as a craft. You could do. <laughs> yeah. Wild. That's absolutely. That nuts. is a vet. That is very fucking cool. <laughs> all right, Rowan. Uh, Rowan, what's um, your favorite sound effect? I have two, actually. The first one is um, most, uh, it's the all snails. They both contain um, male and female, um, genitals sure. um so and what uh the water snails um are um um are basically both at the same time so basically yeah. technically all snails are either gender fluid or non-binary yeah, they're intersex yeah. that's very cool that is a very cool one uh second one is um oh, i forget which planet was on um i think it was what's that one like that's super Pluto, cold though. planet Neptune? He said it was Pluto. Oh, yeah, Pluto. Yeah. There are ice there are ice volcanoes on Pluto. Oh, this wow. was a very recent discovery. There are ice volcanoes on Pluto. That, that is, that is pretty very, cool. very cool. That's some fact. real sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Okay. Question three. And try not to rustle your paper too much, Rowan, if you can help it. Okay. Question three. Where do you get your sense of right and wrong from since it's not religion? Uh, you have to create the world you want to see. 
So my sense of right and wrong is what do I want the world to be? I want the world to be kinder. I have to be kinder. I, like I want it. people not to take things. I have to not take things. I want to treat people equally and with justice and equity. Then I have to do that. So that's where the morality comes from, is creating the world that you want to live in. I guess we're lucky that you don't want to murder people. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But I don't want to be murdered. I don't think any, well. Yeah. There, it's a good thing you don't want to be murdered. You, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. you want yeah. to create the world you want to live in. That's yeah. the one you don't exactly. get murdered. Exactly. So an expanded golden rule. Rowan, what about you? Where do you um, get your sense of right and wrong from? I do kind of my mom's shift. Mm-hmm. I try to create a world that everyone would want when we're i try to be you know the rule where it's like treat others how you would want to be treated yeah i like the rule as i call it the platinum rule treat others how they want to be treated yeah i might mm. nice. want to be tre- treated differently than others are um also those signs that um very hardcore christians hold up that say satan teaches us sin and respect to their sexuality then I guess I'm on Satan's side. <laughs> That's great. Preach. Satan's all right. Uh, Nick, question four. Uh, question four is, if you could build a robot to perfectly perform one chore or task for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Picking up things and putting them into the proper place. Oh, sorting. The just sorting. A, just right. a, a tidy. Just, just like, because I'll, you know, I'll be doing something. I'll put something down and then it's gone. Oh, sure. It's gone. And it would be nice if there was a robot sure. coming up behind me and going, no, that goes here. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Are yes. you, Jenny, I know I can be one of those people. Are you one of those people that uh, as soon as something's set down, it just like is in your blind spot? It's just like blends in with the part yep. of the environment. Uh-huh. Yep. Like, where's my phone? Oh, it's right here in the plain open space, but it just blended in with the scenery. In my back pocket, yeah. in my hand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Rowan, what about you? What's the um, chore you'd give to a robot? My meaty answer is being my best friend, but I already have a best friend in real life that does that perfectly already. <laughs> um, I think remembering that one thing that I cannot remember for the life of me. Oh, like, that'd be like, great. As soon as like, what's the name of that amazing restaurant? Or what's the name oh, of that man. amazing movie or thing? And they're like, oh, it's this thing. That would help. I think everyone needs that. That's like a, a really good idea. Like a, a <laughs> mem- your tongue robot? Yeah, yeah. Uh, memory assistant. Or this is a thing that I made made up a while ago. If I wanted to make my brain a certain extra trip, what's that really good restaurant that we went to on that we went to like two years ago? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it would just know. Yeah, and then it would nice tell you that it closed. Uh, <laughs> a nice thing about a robot like that is that it could be small and like follow you around. It wouldn't have to be like a big chore doing robot. It could be like. Yeah. It could be like a little floating, like uh, it could be uh, Leia, it could be Leia's little yeah. robot from uh, from Obi Wan. Exactly thinking, yeah, yeah. from Obi Wan. And yeah. then the older you get, you can be like, "What was that restaurant that used to be where the Walgreens is?" <laughs> <I can't remember. laughs> yeah, totally. All right, question five: What's a movie or TV show you think everyone should watch? I'm gonna be really, really cheesy. This is actually like a three-year-old TV show that's on Netflix. But I watch it over and over, and whenever I need to feel good, it's called "Say I Do." Oh. It's sort of like Queer Eye for the wedding. Oh, and nice. it's three gay men who sweep in, and they take a couple and they give them a wedding. 
is it is it a hetero couple or does it does it vary it's they're all over the board oh, they that's have great. older and younger couples yeah. they have couples from all different cultures they've got gay couples straight couples um all very interesting couples and they've all for some reason not been able to get married um there was one that had a, a bad cancer scare and then they so they didn't have any money and then they couldn't get married for a while and um, a lot of them were money based. Yeah. One of the people reunited after 20 years. Oh, oh boy. Um, and every single one of them, you will cry. And the thing I really love about it is that even the the three guys creating the weddings have character development. Uh, over that's the great. That's great. Like, they come to change and grow because of the experiences they've had. I like that. So it's a really Say good. I you do. just want to feel good. It's Say a I feel do. good show. Yeah. All right. Say I do. Rowan, what's the show that you think um, everyone should watch? Or a movie. Our movie. A thesis. First of all, uh, Miss Marvel, um, Sp- Spider-Man No Way Home, yeah. most of all the Spider-Man movies, Doctor Strange, um, Into the, mul- um, the Multiverse movie, yep. uh, M- Multiverse of Madness, um, Marvel Rising, <coughs> sorry, Mika's in throat. That's all right. Um, <laughs> Mucus and Throat sounds like a <laughs> Marvel movie. Yeah, I'd watch Mucus and Throat. Yeah. Okay. Um, most of all Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, most of all Marvel TV shows. Yep. Is there anything non-Marvel you think people should watch? Um. What do you What do you like that's throat. not Marvel? If you had to pick one thing. Um, it's called Hilda. Hilda. Oh, yeah. 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 That's okay. Hilda's great. Yeah. I, yeah, I've seen a little bit of that. That's really fun. It's a, it's an amazing show. Yeah. They have books of it. I'm waiting for the next season to come out. To, to come out. It's so nerve wracking because it's all so amazing. Yeah. I just keep rewatching it. Welcome to the human condition. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's another one on Netflix. That's all we do. Yeah, right? yeah, it yeah. Is. It's like the rest of the yeah. adults yeah. waiting for awesome. Ted Lasso season three. Thank you so much, Jenny and Rowan. This was amazing. We really enjoyed having you on the show. I really appreciate that you took the time out of your evening to join us. Uh, If you liked Ms. Marvel, uh, please let us know what you thought. If you didn't like it, I kind of don't care. But if you really (laughs) feel the need to tell me why you didn't like it, you know, go ahead and you can comment on our Facebook post or on Twitter. Uh, We are brought to you by the support of some very generous patrons. Patreon, uh, that is, we are still recording remotely out of an abundance of caution while we go into the what I like to call the performance season, as it is Fringe, followed by Convergence, followed by Renfest. But we are hoping to be back in person this fall. Please, everyone, let's just all think good thoughts about that (laughs) happening. Uh, But if you really want to do us a solid, you can send us to your friends. Really, the best thing we could do is to grow our audience right now and just get more people listening to the show. But we appreciate you, especially those of you who have been around all this time. And those of you who are new, welcome. Uh, If if this is the first time you're listening to us, you know, if there's a show or a movie you liked, Rowan mentioned a lot of them that we have done episodes on. You know, you can search through and find what we've done an episode on, something that you've liked before. If there's something you love that we haven't done an episode on, Shoot us an email at all at geeksabouttgod.com. And as always, if you want to answer our five questions, send your answers to five questions at geeksabouttgod.com. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Embiggen! Embiggen! Bye! Bye. Oh, thank fuck the kid's gone so we can swear again. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God.
forget that uh, there's a mute button completely. In fact, until you mentioned it, I forgot that I could use it.